Hi guys, it's Shawnee and welcome back to Lola's Scotland podcast. Today, we have another murder. John Sharp killed his 78-year-old father in what I think is cold blood in Greenock after they had a falling out. Now, John Sharp is 50, he's from Greenock, and he strangled his father, John Sharp Sr., so violently that he shattered a bone in his neck and his Adam's apple. Now, apparently, they got into an argument about the fact that Senior dangled him out a window when he was 15 months old over a cup of tea. How on earth you get into an argument over the fact that your dad did a Michael Jackson on you when you were 15 months old, when you're 50 years old? I have no idea. Like, how do you get to that point where you're like, oh, dad, see, when I was 15 months old and you dangled me out that window, well, I'm here to pull you up about it because I'm not happy. And it gets so heated that you then kill your dad. Like, this is one of these head or like head smack off the table moments where you're like, how the fuck did this even happen? It's so random and it's so unwarranted, you know? So apparently, John Jr. says that when they got in this argument, his dad punched him. He then claimed that he was acting in self-defense by pushing his dad and he fell backwards and fell through the coffee table onto the floor. He said that he then tried to help his dad back up, but he was a dead weight so he held him by the neck and tried to pull him up, which he says is what caused the injuries, i.e. shattering the bone in his neck and his ap- Adam's apple. That doesn't make sense to me, and I am no kind of medical professional in any way, but how can you do that much damage by trying to pull someone up by the neck? Also, if you're elderly pensioner father had fell through a coffee table onto the floor why on earth would you try and pick them up by the neck he basically totally denied any intention of trying to harm his dad the judge like did accept that it wasn't premeditated but i also don't think that they were buying anything else in his story like the jury just didn't believe the same as me that you would pick someone up by the neck that you'd pushed over. So they found him guilty of murder, thankfully. It was reported that he showed remorse in court, so, I mean, at least he's not a psychopath, I suppose. Now, John Jr. had a 20-year criminal past and had a record of previous convictions for violent crimes. And he had also been a victim of a violent crime in the past as well, And it was noted that he suffered from poor health. So this guy, he's got his issues, you know. He was eventually sentenced to 15 years for killing his father. And he was sentenced on the 7th of September 2018. And the actual event happened on the 9th of January 2018. I think what makes it worse is the fact that his dad was so old, you know. He was 78 years old. He was a pensioner. He used a Zimmer frame to get around, for goodness sake. It was noted that they had a bit of a, like, shaky relationship anyway. But, I mean, 
it just doesn't excuse it, does it really? Now, allegedly as well, following the route, John Jr. went to leave, but apparently this was when his dad punched him in the face and then in the ribcage three times, this 78-year-old man doing this kind of damage to the 50-year-old man. Now, I kind of get that with cases of abuse and things like that, especially in men, it can still happen at the ages. I totally get that, you know. But this guy has got a bit of a violent past with all of his previous convictions. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one to call, isn't it? But basically, he's like 100% claiming like this self-defense angle. But the the court didn't didn't pick him up on that. So he didn't get away with it. Also as well, the thing that kind of struck me about this case was the fact that the police weren't even called by John Jr. The police were called by a neighbour who dialed 999 after hearing the raised voices and then like a loud thud. When the police showed up, John Jr. was arrested on the spot because when the police went into the house, he was brandishing a knife at the police. And this was before the police had even discovered the dad's body in the house. He was just, like, all hyped up and slashing about a knife in front of the police, basically all hyped up, like, not wanting them to come near him, things like that. Obviously, he knew at the time that his dad was dead, like, in the different room, but the police didn't. All they knew was they were going out to, like, a domestic call for the fact that they had heard loud noises and then a large thud and a neighbour was concerned. So for all they knew, it could have just been this like psycho knife-wielding guy creating all this noise himself, arrested him, like managed to detain him, get the knife off him and then discovered the body. The police seen that there was an overturned table and two legs had been broken off the coffee table as well. And then John Sr., dead body, lying on the floor as well. And his broken dentures were lying right nearby his body as well. So basically this scene was more than just a little push, in my opinion, you know. It's definitely been the cause of a bigger fight. The cause of death for Senior was compression of the neck and isomatic heart disease. Pathologist Julie McAdams said the pattern of injuries in the head and neck is consistent with an assault. Splatters of Senior's blood were found on Sharp Junior's clothes and his DNA was found under his fingernails. Now, all of this, and he said in court that he, quote, just smacked his arm and he went through the coffee table onto the floor and then he picked him up by his neck. Now, to me, things just don't add up from from Junior's point of view, you know? It's not something that you're like, yeah, I get it, that could have probably happened, John Junior, but at the same time, you're clearly not being 100% truthful, are you really? And what's also sad about this case as well is the fact that, like, John Jr.'s mum is still alive and also he has a sister. So that's a a daughter and a wife has lost a husband. 
as well as him obviously losing a father and also being responsible for like creating your father's death I could not imagine like I couldn't even comprehend how you could live with yourself after that there's just no way I don't even want to think about it like my dad is my world my whole world and I understand that people have different relationships with their fathers and mothers and whoever else in the world but from my point of view as someone that holds their dad up on a pedestal and is like the best thing ever I don't even want to think about it like I don't even want to think about me being responsible for something like that but I don't even want to think about him not even being here you know like that's just oh no 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 so yeah but he's in jail and I don't think he's a risk to society I don't think that he is necessarily going to come out and commit murder again but also he wasn't the most squeaky clean guy in the world either so it's one of those ones isn't it rage probably took over and it's quite crazy how many stories in Scotland are all about how rage took over or how it wasn't premeditated and it was just the heat of the moment kind of thing is that more scary than someone intentionally stalking the streets to find a victim like a serial killer the fact that so many people in Scotland just seem to lose it and can take a life because I feel like the pattern of stories that I have recently looked into have all kind of been not premeditated I kind of think like psychologically that could be more scary than knowing that someone's stalking the streets if someone was to say to me tomorrow there's a serial killer in your area this is the profile of him and this is the profile of his victims this is roughly where he haunts and the times and and you get that information you're like forewarned is forearmed maybe it makes me feel a little less a little less anxious maybe but the fact that literally so many people in the cases that I've read recently have just been like a split second decision has taken someone's life or losing it a little bit rage overtaken and then it's about like well that could happen to anyone you know it's just something to think about it's just something to think about that's why I wanted to do this little mini case just to open up a conversation with people where we think what is what is more crazy to you a serial killer or the fact that it could be anyone your boyfriend your girlfriend your wife, your husband, your friend, your mum, your dad, your son, your daughter, your granny, your granda, your son, your daughter, who, like, who knows? Literally, all these cases have been pretty random recently. Kind of fills me with a bit of fear. (laughs) But yeah, so maybe we should do a serial killer next to try and, you know, lighten the mood. (laughs) Whoever thought you'd be sitting hearing that. So yeah, here's another mini, mini, mini court roundup basically because 
I am totally bogged under by researching two cases that are going to take so long to record, but they are going to be amazing and trust me, they will be so good because I'm putting so much time and effort into this so that I can bring you the best content and I'm getting so inspired by listening to so many new podcasts right now and if you check me out on Twitter you'll see that I will always promote other podcasts um, to recommend to you guys to listen to and I genuinely listen to them and will only like retweet or do a follow tweet if I genuinely believe that the podcasts are epic and absolutely crushing it things like that in between my own recording I will listen to podcasts on Podbean live and guys if you haven't discovered Podbean app then this is like not sponsored in any way of course because like I make no money off a podcast and this is just like a hundred percent a hobby but podcasting um no Podbean app, I recommend you to download it because one day, very soon, I will be doing lives on it because you guys know how much I love to just chat shite to you and I would love to do that live. Also, Emma, my friend that joined us for the Dennis Nielsen episode, is going to be joining me on Podbean live very soon and we're going to be just chatting shit and talking about true crime and you guys can call in as well and speak to us on that too which would be so super fun and we can get a conversation going yeah but also get on there and listen to the guys that do it like day in day out I'm totally 100% digressing and just talking nonsense now so we're gonna wrap it up (laughs) but yeah I will 100% get in touch with you guys whenever I'm going to do a live on Podbean so that you can come and join, you can phone in, we can chat on there, we can talk about true crime, I might even do a live case one at some point as well, but that'll probably come after August sometime because we have so much stuff planned for the future, I don't even know how I'm going to fit it all in as well as working full time, who knows. But if you have stuck by this long into this random chit-chat chat episode with a little bit of murder at the start and then a lot of talking shit at the end, then well done you. Congratulations. Thank you for not skipping off. And as always, come join me on Instagram and Twitter and all that jazz. Leave a review if you feel so inclined and I'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>